and then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness, and them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. You are now listening to For His Name's Sake. Hey there, folks. This is Chris with uh, For His Namesake. <clears throat> Finally caught just a little bit of time to go ahead and finally do another podcast. Sorry, guys. I know if, if any of you guys are out there actually subscribe to me, uh, you uh, maybe been waiting for indefinitely too long for me to go ahead and um, get on this horse and, and ride into the sunset again already. Um, anyway. And so, um, let me talk about a couple different things. I'm probably going to ramble a little bit. Forgive me. It is a pet peeve of mine of, um, something that I tend to do that, that I know, um, probably bothers a lot of people. So I just, if it bothers you, please forgive me. I promise I'm really trying to make some, some major points here and really trying to work things out sometimes, even though I, I think I've got something kind of figured out and got my finger on on the pulse, so to speak, sometimes I kind of feel like I've got to kind of still work it out as I talk about it. So if I do that a little bit, just uh, I ask for your patience and forgiveness. And if you're a Christian, you got to forgive me. So <laughs> I hope you can. All right. So um, I'm sure it's been today's Thursday uh, here in uh, Grants Pass, Oregon. I'm sure it's maybe been a heck of a week for a lot of you guys. And um with the world turning and turning and burning and burning with the election cycle going on and all just the major um, uh, various news, um, uh, CNN and Fox and everyone else going head to head with all the uh, usual myopic uh, reports on Black Lives Matter and Antifa and um, the Washington D.C. riots currently since especially the thing that happened with Rand Paul last week and um, and Dan Bongino, of course, was also assaulted or just, well, basically verbally assaulted uh, and whatnot. And a lot of the people that went to the uh, to the um, um, Republican National Convention and all that. So, <clears throat> so yeah, that's kind of old news now. The, that's the thing, guys. The news cycles move so fast. I almost, I can almost swear it seems like it's almost blatant, like it's purposeful just to kind of keep us um, off kilter. Uh, I think it's almost an intentional thing at this point. Um, but that's kind of why I read the scripture that I did at the beginning of this, if you uh, started from the beginning. As it seems like we're, you know, slowly being given over to a Matthew 24, 1 Thessalonians kind of strong delusion going on. Um, and just people are just out of their ever-loving minds. Um, you know, I think when the lockdown thing began, you know, they told most people two weeks you know, until we flatten the proverbial curve, you know, that was the main thing. Oh, it's just two weeks, you know, most churches. Oh, it's just two weeks, you know, and we care about congregants and we really want them to, of course, be as safe as possible. And I think a lot of us were kind of on edge maybe for the first couple of days at least, maybe a week, um, maybe some more so until maybe they started to kind of wake up to the, what has now become the itchy jacket. Uh, a lot of people's 
sort of cognitive dissidence, um, you know, starting to maybe kind of come home to common sense. A lot of people's myopic sort of view, just being focused on everything that's going on and being fed to them through social media and through the news constantly all day, every day. And if you're still working, maybe a lot of what you're talking about at work, or, or maybe not, maybe you're just trying to stay busy with work because you don't want to face the reality of what's really going on, which is sort of a false reality in itself. So you don't want to get sucked into the narrative and feel like you have to be a part of it because your real hope is that you're going to come out the other side of this thing like you do most things and you're just going to leave it behind and the new normal is a bunch of garbage and you won't have to really um, think about anything other than, wow, that was a that was a wild and crazy year and I can't believe all that happened, but thank God we're out of it, you know, and, and um, guys, I got to be honest with you, I don't think that's the case um, from various different reasons. Uh, the mask thing, you know, I mean, just to begin with that, uh, is just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the masking has zero, just about zero effect on helping people. I hope my podcast doesn't get banned for this, but it's just a fact at this point, guys. The mask do just about nothing in fact they're actually detrimental to your health whether that's legionnaire's disease or kawasaki uh, disease yes that's a thing um it's actually basically slowly choking yourself to death it's almost like i you know you could almost think that these these crazy bureaucrats are into autoerotic asphyxiation or something like they want to put us all on our uh they find some sick pleasure in putting us all uh making us wear these face diapers it's just absolutely ridiculous, and, and I'm to the end of myself at this point with playing nice about this kind of stuff. I don't mean to start stepping into being sinful. Lord help us all uh, by his grace, but I'm just done. I'm done playing nice with these, these bureaucratic uh, mandates. They're ridiculous. I know most of you saw what happened with Pelosi, uh, and it's not just her. You know, Fauci himself, now Pelosi, uh, Governor Kate Brown of Oregon, where I live, uh, they've all slipped up and not worn the mask or social distance six feet or whatever the case. And, and this is ridiculous, guys. The mask has zero effect for helping us coming out of Fauci's own mouth. You know, he only decided all of a sudden, for whatever reason, God knows, uh, that it was a good reason that we, for whatever reason, not based on any real science, and you know, just pseudoscience at best, <clears throat> any study that gives us any real hard evidence that this thing actually even helps. You know, oh, well, we have to conceal the droplets and we have to make sure that nobody can uh, come in within six feet and that it gets sprayed on you and blah, 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 ad nauseum, pseudoscience after pseudoscience. Uh, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Unless you are literally, okay, literally, now hear me clearly. Just think about it. The majority of the arguments are, well, if you don't wear the mask, you know, you, you could possibly be spreading it. Okay, well, let's go back to the actual semi-realistic reason to wear a mask in a surgical situation, okay? Because that's the argument that's always made. Well, you know, look at doctors wear them all the time. Nurses wear them all the time. Okay, let me explain something to you. The reason a surgeon, and you can ask any surgeon, okay? Look it up for yourself, okay? Might not want to Google it because Google's pretty much uh, a confirmation by a source at this point. We'll get into that later. But the point is, you might want to DuckDuckGo or, or, or another, another source. Um, once again, we'll get to that later. But the point is, anyway, um, the majority of people that are the surgeons that are, that are wearing these are wearing them under completely different situations. First of all, they don't usually put on their own mask. A nurse puts it on who's already scrubbed up and is wearing gloves. When they put their mask on, it is literally fitted and made for their face. 
And also, they generally don't wear for more than an hour. Even if it's an 8 to 16 hour surgery or whatever the case, they change them out. Now let's listen to that, compare that to the mandate. Okay, because this is what's called an equivocation fallacy, folks. If there has ever been a detriment to the education system, whether public education or college education, is that they don't teach not only common sense, besides the fact that it's cultural Marxism and all the other garbage that comes with that, they don't even teach basic logic. They don't even teach logical fallacies. They don't teach people why it is that this deductively can't equal this, whether it be a false dichotomy, a logical fallacy, and uh, uh, you know, and all kinds of other uh, variations on that, okay? They don't teach that anymore. They want to dumb you down. They want you stupid so that you will fall for this. I'm just going to, like I said, I'm done playing nice. I'm just going to be brutally honest with you guys because I love you, and truth and love are synonymous. How do I know that? Because God is love, and Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Right? Well, if Jesus is God, right? Then he, therefore, is love, Right? And to be loving means to be honest with somebody. He didn't hide it from the woman at the well and say, oh, well, you know, I heard possibly just maybe you had, uh, you had, you had five husbands. No, what did he say? He said it lovingly. He said it gently. But he said, You're, you speak rightly. You had five husbands. You, you are obviously living in adultery was his point. And she knew that. He cut right to the quick, right to the conscience, and did it lovingly and did it gently. But he didn't hide anything. He didn't beat around the proverbial bush. So forgive me if I come off a little bit brash. It's not my intention, but my intention indefinitely is to get to you the brashness of the situation and the ridiculousness to which we've all, on some level, uh, fallen for. Now, to the next point. I think that if nothing else, and by the way, folks, if you do want more um uh, if you have any questions, you can visit the Facebook page for uh, for his namesake on Facebook. Uh, you can look me up and message me through there. You're also welcome to leave comments um, for the podcast or anything else uh, concerning anything that I may have said via the podcast. And I'd love to start discussion groups on there as well concerning the various podcasts, which I also post on the Facebook page. Once again, that's for his namesake on Facebook. You should be able to find it. Uh, at least before October when they possibly start really removing um, uh, a lot of uh, Christian and conservative opinions, which is another thing, once again, we'll get to in a minute. So what's with all the hubbub? What's what's the big deal here? Why why the mask? If they don't work, then pray tell. What's the, what's the big thing here? <clears throat> well, folks, <clears throat> which I'm sure most of you have already, at least, once again, itchy jacket, just this thing you can't shake, your intuition, Okay, that most people are trying to hide until they can get through this thing and think that perhaps it'll just pass like a storm or something and it'll just be a year none of us talk about. Is, pray tell, this is the reason you will not forget 2020 uh, because 2021 is going to be twice the hell that 2020 wishes it could be. And what I mean by that is this is the preliminary. This is the vacation period, the honeymoon period, comparatively speaking to what's coming by next year whether Biden wins or doesn't, okay? And that's another thing I want to just make very pertinently clear to you folks. I'm not a prophet. I'm not a son of a prophet. Man, some, sometimes I'm a non-profit. But I will tell you this, tell, there will be a mandatory vaccine next year. Virginia, Australia, uh, Virginia, of course, the United States, uh, is now actually, believe it or not, uh, uh, getting to the point with people 
where they've already said out loud, they've said the quiet part out loud. It's not a dog whistle anymore, as, as they say in political terms. They've said the quiet part out loud in Virginia. Look it up for yourself, okay? Virginia is saying, no, we will make, we will make, hear me again, we will make vaccines mandatory. Australia is to the point now where they're arresting pregnant women, pregnant women in front of their children and hauling them off just because she posted, hear me now clearly, she posted a uh, uh, lockdown, <laughs> not a riot, a lockdown, uh, um, uh, oh, Lord help me here, forgive me. A lockdown um, gathering, if you will, non-lockdown gathering. Can't think. I'm sure some of you guys can help me with this later. Forgive me. Get ahead of myself at times. Anyway, uh, they're basically all going to meet in protest. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right, so they're all going to meet in protest against the lockdowns. Okay, and that's what they're planning on doing. So therefore, this woman, and I'm assuming her husband or boyfriend or whatever the case, was making, uh, had it going up on Facebook, basically, or reposting, but was a part of the lockdown uh, protest to protest the lockdowns because it's become a complete and utter unlivable police state like that of technocratic China. And once again, folks, okay, China is not, listen to me clearly, China is not a communist state. It's only communist in name only. It is a flat out technocracy of which like that Andrew Yang talks about who ran for president last year. Okay, look up Andrew Yang, read his books. He means what he says in a sense, but like communist, it's rhetoric, it's doublespeak. He says all the wonderful things everybody wants to hear, like every politician. He says, oh, $1,000 a month for everybody or $1,000 a week for everybody. The same kind of garbage our own government's been pushing to get us through the proverbial supposed uh, uh, scamdemic, you know, plandemic, to pushing through this. Basically, what they want you folks is they want you dumbed down and stupid. Well, how are they going to do that, pray tell? Keeping you in fear, keeping you afraid. Okay, here's the little trick that no one wants to talk about. It's not a trick. It's just common sense. Okay, the thing no one wants to talk about. Take off your mask. First of all, you look stupid. I'm sorry. We'll call it like it is. You look stupid. Take the mask off. It's not helping anybody. Least of all yourself. Take the mask off. Quit doing it. We need to the likes this country has never seen a revolution pushing back and fighting back twice as hard as what we're being hit with with demonic maraud of people who are coming at us through Antifa, BLM, and everything else. I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about that which MLK pursued, which was a silent protest. How do you do that, pray tell? You take off the mask and you quit obeying these draconian mandates. And you don't take the vaccine, which I'm getting to as well. Why would they use a military to pursue giving away the vaccine? Ask yourself that question. It's never been done before in American history. We have never, we've always used the Red Cross. We've made it not mandatory, of course. Go get it uh, if you need it, of course, unless it was something very serious, which was an actual outbreak of something serious like the Spanish flu, 1904, or whether it was something like measles, mumps, rubella, all these things that which were early on vaccines have nothing to do with the kind of vaccine they're talking about today. Once again, equivocation fallacy that no one seems to pick up on. They have zero, zero, listen to me, folks, zero science behind them. They're pushing them. Well, excuse me. They have zero real science behind them. They have pseudoscience. These things are still an experimental stage. God only knows what's in them. But we know that Bill Gates, 
who is a proponent of eugenics, just like his papa, like his dad Gates, like old daddy Gates, pushes this mentality of, well, you know, if there was less people on the planet, kind of like the population bomb by Paul Ehrlich, who put that garbage out, which was another equivocation fallacy based in pseudoscience, and pushed the idea, because guess what, folks? He wasn't a biologist. Paul Ehrlich studied bugs. And he equivocated bugs with humans. Tells you how highly he thinks of the human race. Made in the Imago Dei, pray tell the image of God. He doesn't think very highly of them, does he? So ask yourself your question. Why would you take that garbage seriously? This is the same garbage that kills millions of people every year. People, you heard me. Children in the womb. Those are your neighbors, folks. Those are your neighbors in the womb. By the way, you should get out there and love them by also going out to the other scourge of America, which is probably why God has allowed judgment to happen to us, called planned murderhood. Oh, I'm sorry, planned parenthood. Uh, if that's not an oxymoron of oxymorons. Why aren't you out there, folks? Why aren't you out there preaching the gospel to them? Why aren't you out there telling them they can be saved in this late hour? Or are you just sitting around on your butt waiting for the, 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 the rapture to happen? Are you sitting around on your butt hoping to God this thing just passes? Are you afraid of breaking the supposed laws that aren't even laws? They're mandates. We live in a republic. Governors don't pass laws, let alone based on false science. The CDC doesn't even back up anymore when those numbers just came out. Another dog whistle, right? They don't want you to hear about that. 94%? 94% people. You hear me? 6% of people die from this garbage. And you're still out there acting like it's killing people in the streets. When you were uh, alive during the Spanish flu, you knew somebody who died of the Spanish flu. The majority of people don't even know anybody who died except... Uh, fourth, fifth, or sixth uh, uh, people away from them, if you will. Oh, I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who died of it. Why? Because the majority of the people already had what? Premorbidities. You had to have had a premorbidity to die of the thing, and it doesn't matter if you were a kid or an elderly person or a Cuomo who puts them into, oh, that's right, puts them and locks them into, <laughs> into housing that will uh, kill them because of why? Because they have no immune system. Premorbidities. And this is the garbage we're dealing with, people, and not fighting. Absolutely disgusting and ridiculous. There's going to be coming up these, these. once again, back to the point here. Once again, I told you, I warned you, I, I rabbit trail a little bit. Forgive me, I'm on whew, less sleep than I am coffee. Anyway, using military to push this, right? Then what's going to happen? You can't get a job unless you have it. You heard me, folks. I'm not joking. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is conspiracy fact. You will not be able to get a job. You will be quarantined. You will not be able to go out and get food unless you have the, the COVID app on your phone or the COVID pass that will be related to that, which will eventually develop into the COVID tattoo or the COVID, however they're going to implement that aspect of it. We've seen multiple versions of it. Bill Gates is talking about it. They've already put patents on it, which only, of course, happen to have 060606 in them because I'm sure that was just an accident, right? Look, I'm not post-trib. I don't believe it's the mark of the beast. But folks, Matthew 24 is the birth pangs. This is building up to that. What are you doing? Why are you going along with it? This is ridiculous. Are you myopic? Are you spiritually deaf? Are you blind? This is what's going on. This is the kind of crap that's building up to it. Okay? Moving on. There will be travel bans. You will not be able to leave this country. You may not be able to leave your house. How do you go on to say that? Oh, pray tell Kentucky. When a people who decided not to sign some garbage, their medical freaking aristocracy told them they had to sign, had the cops, 
had CPS and had the freaking health council or whatever they call them there in Kentucky on their doorstep putting what? Locking them up and treating them like prisoners. Making them wear what? Well, back in the day, folks, when I was growing up, you had to get an ankle bracelet if you'd done some time. You were already judged guilty before you, were pro before you ever had a chance to be proven innocent. That's what you're dealing with now, folks. This is no longer a democracy or a republic. This is now absolute disgusting, building upon, and hear me clearly, technocracy. This is no longer America. Do you hear me, folks? This is no longer America. I'm not yelling at you, folks, but I do know one thing for sure. When you want to wake the dead, you got to speak a little bit louder. You understand? Fauci lied. People died. Folks, we hear it always in the streets, right? Oh, this guy died, somebody, or this guy lied, somebody died. Well, Fauci lied, and guess how many people died? Well, according to his own standard, okay, folks, people were not wearing masks for how long, according to his own mandate or prescription? How many? Why is he not being held accountable for that, folks, if the masks are as real as they say they are, or at the very least as real as he says they, they supposedly are? Then he goes along with, with, with Trump, probably because he knows he's on the chopping block, and says, sure, we can vote in person. No problem. Oh, of course. Geppetto's got something to say now. You know? All of a sudden, Geppetto has a good opinion? Give me a break. Now we can vote in person because nothing's going to happen. You're not going to die from voting in person. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. How come Switzerland did not lock down, use common sense, right, like Ben Shapiro talks about, and used a controlled avalanche effect? Ask yourself that question. Because Switzerland... Besides the fact it's <laughs> home to, oh, I don't know, the World Bank and other various, or not World Bank, excuse me, the Bilderberg Group and other various groups that happen to meet there uh, from around the world, despite the fact that Switzerland has just, I'm not even going to go into that, it's, it's, look it up for yourself. Just, just look up Switzerland and all the various groups that meet there year after year after year that have to do quite a bit. With a lot of the stuff going on, especially Rockefeller, which is just an interesting thing. But we're not going to go into that down that road right now. Like I said, going to try to avoid too many rabbit trails. <sighs> Folks, it's a Hegelian dialectic. You've fallen for it over and over again. It's literally Hegelian dialectic is really this simple. It works like a sort of Trojan horse. Okay, they bring in the problem. And the same people that cause the problem are the same people who offer you the cure. The same people like... Bill Gates, <clears throat> who allow the problem to persist, right? They allow the problem to persist. What do you mean by allow it to persist? Well, for instance, I don't know if you understand how commonsensical this is, that generally people who fund things like the Wuhan lab, like Fauci, who's had his fingers in it, like Bill Gates who was, and the Melinda Gates Foundation have had their fingers in it, uh, the same people who have also... <clears throat> been working in Africa and Brazil and other places. Why don't you ask the people of Africa and Brazil what do they think about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and their fun run with pushing their vaccines on their people and testing them on their people who are now sterile, who are now have serious issues of like, I'm sure various, most people have probably not been paid out for. I have no doubt because here's another issue, folks. People don't seem to understand. If these vaccines, or uh, I should say rather, when these vaccines backfire on them, they have immunity, folks, and I don't mean like the immunity they wish they, that you wish they were giving you. I mean like immunity, like you can't have any um, um, uh, kickback on them. You can't sue them. 
Okay, look it up for yourself, the immunity laws for vaccination companies, or excuse me, vaccine companies, such as Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, uh, 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 and like three other companies that you cannot sue them. Do you understand me? You cannot sue them. There's money put aside by the government if you actually get far enough. It was like $6 million was paid out last year. That's why people like who's no friend to conservatives, even a Democrat of the uh, Kennedy dynasty, I think it's Robert Kennedy, fights this stuff. You know, you look up the, the, the uh, debate that he had. I think I've talked about this before. The debate that he had not too long ago. Just look up on YouTube, uh, uh, Robert Kennedy debate, uh, vaccine debate, and it'll come up. I can't remember. The gentleman he debated specifically said himself that he believes, what? That he believes that these should be, that, that these vaccines should be forced. Okay? He believes they should be forced. And this is the kind of people we're dealing with? Really? Oh, my goodness. Thank God Kennedy at least debated it. Brought a little bit out of the shadows into the light. To be seen for what it is, Ephesians 5. But at the end of the day, folks, that's the Christian's job. Kennedy's no Christian. This should be our job, folks. Trying to take care of those made in the image of God. It should be our job. But we failed to back up our, our unborn neighbors. And this is why we're reaping what we've sown, folks. Like Bonhoeffer said, right? He said it very clearly. He said to what? Ironically enough, we hear it from BLM that silence is violence. Well, that's garbage false dichotomy crap because there is no uh, violence for us to be silent about concerning the statistics concerning BLM and the black community. When you look at the statistics, folks, which I'm going to make a quick side rant here. You'll have to forgive me. How many people are in America? I think it's something to the effect of about 30, hold on, 3.4% billion i think are in america okay um on average um cops run into about oh they have on average every day just about every day this is 2019 statistics mind you just about every day they run into about i think it's something like um 400,000 uh interactions they have every single day that's a lot of interactions folks it's a lot of interactions okay of about the majority of those um, uh, interactions that they have, statistic of, of, of uh, that they have of interacting with the African American community is something around, um, I think like, I wanna say like 40%, give or take, okay? Now, when they run into the various people, the statistic, or excuse me, African American community, African American uh, males specifically, of Last year, out of all those interactions they had, there was only, count this, there was nine interactions, okay, uh, where, uh, of the entire United States, nine interactions that became violent, and out of those nine interactions that became violent, six of them, the police officer had a gun pulled on him. And out of six of those, the African-American males were uh, killed, not murdered, killed. Okay, they were killed, not murdered. Now, Here's another interesting issue with that, pray tell. Out of the majority of African Americans in the United States, how many do you think uh, African American uh, uh, community in general, how many uh, statistically do you think of those families are without a dad in the house? If I recall correctly, it's something like 85%. 84-85%, give or take. So I don't think the issue, folks, is got anything to do with uh, African-Americans being murdered in our streets by cops day in and day out, okay? 
Yes, there's bad cops. No one's denying that. There's always been bad cops. Are you kidding me? There's always been bad people because we believe in sin. Everybody's born with sin. You're born in sin. Okay? Yes, we expect there's going to be bad cops. I expect there's going to be bad people in general. Because I, unlike the left, and unlike the Marxist garbage they spew, don't believe people are born good and then all of a sudden become bad. I believe they're born bad and they need Jesus to even reference what an absolute good even looks like to even have a standard of good to argue the fact whether or not something's good to begin with. The very fact that they're arguing in a, mor a, a, a moralistic sense, they have to borrow from the Christian worldview, basically just to even make their argument. Because they have no absolute morality to appeal to. Once again, that goes back to our other prior. Uh, if you want to hear a bit more on that, go back to the prior podcast on absolutes and the denial of God, the absolute. But back to the point. So, what we end up having here, folks, as we consider considerably go down this rabbit hole quicker and quicker, is what's basically behavior modification. Behavior modification is when you basically take any uh, group of people, okay, or even just a person, doesn't necessarily have to matter. Mostly behavior modification is generally done in such a way as self-help seminar kind of guru kind of garbage, okay? Christian, Christianity is not built on that, believe it or not. Christianity is a relationship with the living God who walks you through what's called sanctification. Sanctification is a process by which God organically brings things into your life that grow you. As he leads you, you obey, those, uh, obey the word of God through those things by faith. Behavior modification, on the other hand, is when you are having uh, another entity, apart from yourself, uh, whether subconsciously or subvertly, bring things into your life, top-down, authoritarian uh, exercise upon your life, even against your will or, or if you go with it, either way, okay, agree to it or not, uh, forcing things on you that you, once again, agree or disagree with, that you begin to apply to your life, okay, you, that, that modify the, whether it be the chosen or not chosen way that, that you live, okay? So in other words, what does that look like? Well, it looks like the mask, for one. Now, how does that work itself out into the ultimate behavior modification? Well, I'm going to run through this pretty quick, so just try and keep up with me if you can, okay? Basically, what they're doing is, uh, from what I can tell at least, is that they're pushing a, once again, you already heard the facts earlier, 94% CDC, according to CDC, not me. They, they, they are the one giving us the number on this, okay? Using their own garbage, even though I believe it's probably less than that. I think it's probably closer to 1%. People even die of this with comorbidities. Now, the point is, they're using this basically to what? To prove, one, that they can have authority over you and make you do stupid things whether you agree with them or not, or you do agree with them, in order to soften up, this is a soft run, okay, the mandatory vaccine so that they can, and I've mentioned this before, regulate people in such a way that they basically make those in the prison, the prisoners, self-regulate, okay, so that they can divide and conquer to some degree. Uh, whether you're not, it's not even a matter of if you're a quote-unquote non-vaxxer, right, like the conspiracy theorist, you know, uh, mentality of, of person that they'd like to label you with. It's not even that, folks. What it comes down to is much more nefarious than that, unfortunately. What they're doing is they're basically stri striking people with so much fear to believe that if they don't wear the mask, they'll die. Well, then what, how do you think that's going to look when they say, look, 
These folks really want to go back to the normal. These folks really, a lot of them really don't even believe in the mask, but they're wearing it because they want to keep their job or they got to go do stuff or whatever. And they don't, you know, they just, they don't want any trouble, right? Which by the way, just so you know, this country was built upon trouble and rebellion in, in, a, in a holy and righteous way. Just saying, we'll get into that later. The point is, it was okay making a little holy ruckus every once in a while and pushing back those who were pushing against the uh, will and word of God uh, called the lesser, man, uh, lesser magistrate doctrine. But anyway, once again, so what they're doing is they're pushing these mandates little by little by little to get you used to them, little by little by little, so that you won't fight back, okay? And those who do fight back, okay, the detractors, will be made to look worse and worse and worse. Well, how do they do that? Well, I had a little thing called the 201 uh, last year. It's called flooding the gate. What they're using is Facebook, Google. Uh, I told you I'd get to this right earlier. Anyway, so now I'm getting into this a little bit. Facebook, Google. All these companies, okay, which, by the way, they just had a, uh, uh, I think it was Senator Cruz, they just had a, uh, uh, a hearing with all these various companies, uh, including Amazon, Jeff Bezos, and whatnot, and basically brought them all into this, this big meeting, basically to find out what they're really after. What are you guys doing? Are you selling data to China? Are you uh, using this for nefarious purposes? Are you guys really oligarching and monopolizing this to the degree that we really need to worry about you because you're basically making it so that the government has to use Google, for instance, right? And basically data mining the government, data mining people to the degree that they're recorded every hour of the day that, and they're looked at upon every hour of the day. And basically they just waited for their two minutes to come up, sidestepped it like a good politician, uh, nasty Satanists that they are, and pretty much sidestepped all the questions, right? Never gave any real answers. And when they did, even the little bits, tidbits they gave, the scraps that they gave were still pretty were pretty telling in themselves. I, I, uh, you should go look at the congressional hearing on YouTube if it's still up for all the big techs. It's, it's, uh, it's very telling. Anyway, the point is, so what they did is, interestingly enough, okay, these big tech oligarchy monopolies have basically been data mining us for years and years and years anyway. So what they're looking to do is to bring down what's a top-down technocracy. And the only way they can do that, folks, is by fear. They're not trying to pursue you in any way. Uh, once again, this goes back to the uh, Hegelian dialectic. They are pushing the, the, the fear into the society, right? Behavior modification by way of the mask. Then they continually hit up through Facebook, through Google, through all these other things by flooding the gate, right? Remember 201, uh, look up that video as well, 201 on YouTube. It'll come up. And uh, uh, flooding the gate, which is basically pushing out any what they would call misinformation, which is really just something that disagrees with the narrative, pushing that further and further out so that no one can hear the truth, about what's actually happening, okay? And if you try and tell the truth, like for instance, when they had the uh, hydroxychloroquine doctors come on, the seven doctors there in DC, and immediately were shut down and called conspiracy theorists and all this other garbage, that's where flooding the gate was happening, folks. Look it up, look up, folks. Do your own study. Do your own study. This is why we're going to become a technocracy. I'm getting frustrated, so forgive me. But this is why, folks, because nobody is ripping the mask off and saying, no, <laughs> Ironically, not even the leftist saying uh, bodily autonomy, buddy. I don't think so. My body, my choice, right? Which is always misapplied and misused by the left because it's not their body that's inside their body. Sorry, feminist. It's another body inside your body that's a foreign body developing in you. Okay, put there by God, created in the image of God, right? But anyway, the point is, where are those people? Why aren't they screaming from the rooftops, right? No, they don't care. They don't give a crap. They're part of the narrative. So the bigger picture is, folks, okay, 
as they continue to pursue this Hegelian dialectic, now they're going to tell you, look, folks, two weeks, right? Started with two weeks. Oh, sorry, not two weeks. The curve. Nope. Oh, it's gotten worse. Oh, look at this state. Oh, it's a Republican state too, right, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 uh, they're not doing very well in these Republican states because what have they done is politicize science, which is technocracy, folks. Politicizing, politicizing science is technocracy. When you hand over your well-being to engineers, or scientists, the lab coats, who basically get to make decisions for your life. It's called scientism, not science. Scientism, you understand? Great book, by the way, J.P. Moreland put out. You can look that up for yourself uh, on, on scientism, okay? Uh, I highly recommend it. You can find it on Audible. Once again, do your own study, okay, folks? Especially Christians, study to show yourself approved. A workman need not being rebuked. Well, I'm rebuking you. You should be studying this. Yes, the Word of God first and foremost, but that's why Paul said, bring me my parchments and what? Bring me my parchments and what? The Word of God. Bring him both. He needed both. Folks, you don't just need to stay in the word. Yes, like G. Campbell Morgan, be a man of the word. Like J. Vernon McGee, like Chuck Smith, be a, word, a man of the word, first and foremost. But those men studied to show themselves approved. They read all kinds of books by Vilikoski and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, Plato to Aristotle to all these other various things. What I'm trying to uh, help you brothers and sisters to do is to really give a crap. Really start caring about this stuff. Start rising up. Start kicking back to the, you know... Quit just giving in like a bunch of useless sheep, okay? Yes, we're, we are sheep, that is true, of the Lord's pasture, who has given us a mind to do what? To worship him with, to love the Lord your God with your heart, your mind, right? With your mind, your soul, and your strength. Love the Lord your God. Use your mind, folks. Christians don't get brownie points, like Frank Turek says, for being stupid. We need to be wise, right? We need to be wise. It says, Jesus said, the wise will understand. So, folks, understand, this is what's happening. So, anyway, the point is the top-down influence, and this is called pressure from below and pressure from above. So, you have Antifa, you have all the BLM, you have the riots, all that going on from the bottom, pressure from below, right? Oh, I could die any day now. That's the one fear paradigm, the top fear paradigm. Oh, I could die of corona. I better wear the mask. I better get this. I better do that. Better stay six feet apart, right, even though it's killing people. People have committed, there's more suicides, folks. More people have died of suicide than coronavirus. Let that sink in. More people have died from de depression-related suicide from these lockdowns, okay? You're going to be ruining these kids' lives, making them wear a mask in Ireland and all these other countries in America and everything else for the schools that have even gone back. You're ruining them. You're giving them zero social distance. Why? Because they want to put you in a bubble where they can control you, where you don't need to leave your house. You can buy everything on Amazon. You can do everything you need to do through your phone so they can uh, data mine you and pick up every single nuance, which they already have, 3 million pages on you, by the way, at Google alone on average. Look up another video, folks, that I've been posting as well on, once again, for his namesake. <clears throat> It's called the creepy line. Look up the creepy line on YouTube, folks. Watch that. Look up people like Patrick Wood, Technocracy News. Okay, watch him on his stuff on specifically on technocracy and what it is. That's where I get a lot of my information from, but mostly the Word of God, of course, and a lot of prayer. Now, the point is, masks has become like virtue signaling. A lot of this stuff comes from the colleges. There is an aspect of this that's not just technocratical, just like China. It's communist in name only. A lot of this also comes from critical theory, which was through uh, uh, Marx and Engels, of course. It was through uh, mostly through Al uh, Alexander uh, Gromsky. Once again, look up 
uh, on YouTube, another video if you can find it, called Cultural Marxism. A great video on there. Once again, you can find that on Fora's namesake on Facebook. I'll post that on there too. Watch these videos, folks. They're no joke. This is what's happening. Look up the agenda. Another great uh, uh, movie to watch. It was put out by a great brother as well. Uh, you can get it free on YouTube, I believe, right now. Uh, or you can buy it, actually, on, um, on uh, what's it called? Uh, Jan Markell's website on uh, Olive Tree Ministry. She sells a DVD called The Agenda. Get Agenda 1 and 2. Also great to uh, do research on this or a book if you can find it called The Naked Communist. Also a great book on this, which is where the guy who did the agenda got a lot of his information. Back to the point. So, folks, we're having heading down the behavior modification road, down the rabbit hole. Okay, this is getting worse and worse. Back to the safe space thing. Safe space, what does that sound similar to? Six feet apart, right? I need my safe space. Where do you think this comes from? Virtue signaling? Well, I can't, I'm sorry, folks, I'm just a victim of coronavirus. I'm just a victim of, of this or that or the other, right? Virtue signaling through politics. This is politicizing of science, folks. That's all this garbage is. Marxism on crack, okay, that has gone national. It's gone international, right, where you can't even do anything anymore without having to deal with this garbage. You need to take your life back, folks. You need to take the mask off and go about your business. If somebody bothers you, and gives you crap about not wearing a mask, you tell them mind their own business and do what you're doing. If they arrest you, so be it. Then you sue the place. You sue them for using false science. We need more lawsuits, folks. Quit sitting on your butt. There are people that will take this pro bono, I promise you. Plenty of people. You don't have to be a, a church to be taken under the wing of a good nonprofit uh, pro bono lawyer to help you out with this. There's plenty of people that will take it, Pacific Justice Institute and others. Look them up. Tell them it's Christian discrimination. You as a Christian, don't feel like you need to wear a mask because it's it's not walking by faith but by sight. Tell them you don't want to wear a mask because you think it's virtue signaling and you don't live in a Marxian paradigm. You live in a Christian paradigm. You don't need to wear the garbage. It doesn't do any good anyway. And it's lying to people. Well, the word says what? To, bear, to not bear false witness. Don't bear false witness by wearing a mask you know doesn't work. It's bearing false witness, and it's it's garbage. Zero, zero reason to do that. Well, what about Paul? He was every man to every person. Yeah, it doesn't mean he committed the sin the people were in. It doesn't mean he started uh, uh, going and drinking beer with the guys at the bar. This false dichotomy has been brought in by the seeker-friendly garbage. Get rid of that crap. Read the Bible for yourself. Pray through it. Listen to good teachers like Leonard Ravenhill. You know, the Vance Havners of the world, man, common sense people, J. Edwin Orr. You know, read some 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 J.C. Ryle every once in a while, right? Put down the, the purpose-driven agenda. Start reading the Word of God again. Listen to good commentators, for goodness sakes. You know, stay away from Calvinism, in my opinion, but, you know, unless you can spit out the bones of determinism and Machianism, Gnosticism, and, and, and Stoicism, and you can take it in and, and read the good parts and spit out the garbage, that's fine. You know, if you see through the Augustinian lie of that. But other than that, you know, uh, you go, oh my goodness, Chris, you're being divisive. No, I'm just told you what I told you earlier. I'm going to call it like it is. The word of God does not preach Calvinism. I'm sorry. The only thing remotely semi-true about Calvin, uh, Calvinism is that we're all born in sin and need a savior. But anyway, that's rabbit trailing too far. I'll make a whole nother podcast on that. I promise you that much. I got plenty to say about the deterministic garbage that came through there. Uh, that is now being utilized through Marxism and Stoic-like philosophy that's now coming up. It's used in humanism and the garbage of the world.
anyway, the point is, folks, we're heading toward a technocracy. Once again, I also recommend uh, you look up Patrick Wood. He's got much more on that aspect of behavior modification than I could ever possibly imagine. He, of course, was a uh, understudy of uh, another really smart man, um, Anthony Sutton. Anthony Sutton was also extremely intelligent in a lot of this kind of stuff. Anyway, the point is, um, also look up Computing Forever on YouTube. Another uh, really, really good, solid, factual uh, brother from Ireland. Uh, I can't think of his last name. His first name is David. And uh, he's got a lot of good stuff on this as well, folks. There is truth out there, people. And it is to be found first and foremost in the Word of God. We're living in an evil time. It's time to start discerning the spirits, folks. It's time to start seeing this demonic deluge for what it is this is the antichrist spirit this is what the lord god almighty told us would happen in the latter days this is what even most calvary chapel pastors of whom i am friends with are calling whether it's tom hughes or other various people we believe that this is basically heading little by little into the ether the antichrist spirit pervading in the land to the degree of whether it be god's judgment allowing it little by little to encompass the uh the greater goal of satan coming about through the once the third temple's built and everything else, uh, uh, or actually he'll come even before that, actually, because we have the false prophet before that. So, uh, but nonetheless, the Antichrist spirit is alive and well. Uh, the Antichrist may very well be alive and well right now. I believe there's one for every generation uh, waiting in the wings, uh, just waiting uh, for this kind of stuff to happen. Now, I believe most of this has been done through the Rockefellers um, indefinitely. Uh, and I don't say that cavalierly. I don't say that like some kind of, oh, conspiracy theory. Folks, get rid of that garbage. Okay, look, I agree. There's plenty of of conspiracy theories out there. Okay, but you got to start asking yourself questions. It's conspiracy fact at some point. Okay, if you're just afraid of the fact that you're going to look nuts for looking at this, I don't blame you. Okay, I come from a long line of conspiracy theorists like my grandmother and most of my leftist family. So I don't blame you at all i totally get that and i and i totally understand that but you know the greatest conspiracy of all was that jesus christ came to die for sinners like you and me and that he loves us and desires for every man to repent including the wicked he desires that none should perish right if he be lifted up all men will be drawn to him right that will get you killed a lot quicker these days right because demons hate hate the name of jesus that will get you killed quicker these days than anything else. Look at the street preachers out there, whether it was in, in, in Chaz or other places. But anyway, I digress. The point is, folks, we're, we're heading towards that end. We're heading towards that end, and it's coming quick. Are you ready? Are you ready, folks, to fight against this? Are you ready, folks? Have you been making preparations? We, there, we're not promised that there won't be persecution. We're promised to be taken out of the great that will go before the great. Uh, tribulation, that's for sure. I believe that. I'm a, a mid, uh, excuse me, pre-tribber. Absolute pre-trib. Thousand percent. Believe it's biblical. Can mention many great books on that as well. And yes, there are plenty, just to do away with a little bit of garbage, there are plenty of sources who spoke about the pre-trib before Darby. Okay? And we'll talk about that in another podcast. If you're interested in that, leave a message. So, anyways, folks, the time is near. Are you ready to go home? Are you ready to repent of these draconian measures and this garbage and give your life fully to Christ and begin to walk? I'm not saying you're not Christian. Don't get me wrong. But are you ready to fully walk with the Lord by faith in this and to quit obeying these mandates, folks? Are you going to be the one who doesn't put his arm up at the Nazi salute? 
are you going to be the one in the crowd who says, not, not today, Satan, not me, I won't follow this? Nope. Are you going to be the one who prays with the windows open like Daniel? Are you going to be like Meshach, uh, <clears throat> Meshach Abednego uh, and not uh, bow to the Nebuchadnezzar statue? Folks, are you ready to fully follow the Lord all the way through this? I implore you to do so. We need more people, folks. And you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, the Holy Spirit's been telling you this is garbage. Okay? Repent of the fear, folks. Get rid of fear. Because fear is, what does the word say? Fear is only going to hurt you. Fear is for those who do wrong. Right? But if you fear anything, fear the Lord. Because if you fear God, you fear nothing else. Right? So fear is only for those. Perfect love cast out fear. Fear is a punishment. Okay? So focus on the Lord, focus on love, on the agape love of Jesus Christ, and walk with him through this. Focus on loving others, focus on surrendering more to the Lord, being in prayer for revival, and being in prayer that you'll be used mightily. Be bold, Christian. Be bold before the Lord takes you home. This is not a waiting room we are occupying. We should be twice as busy as we've ever been. God bless, folks. Talk to you soon. Once again, go over to the Facebook page for his namesake. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Sorry for such a long wait on this. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he shine his, find, shine his face upon you. May he be glorified mightily through you. I thank you uh, for coming to uh, listen to this today. And uh, may the Lord bless you mightily in the weeks and, and days and months to come. Live without fear, folks. Maranatha. God bless.